Shavtim. We spoke about last time that the Torah is now going to address the various Shvatim and whether they did right or wrong when they get to helping or not helping in the battle against Israel. As she says in Pasuk Gimel, Oz, Yirad, Sarid. Then, literally, it means went down. Sorry, the survivors. The Adirim Om to a powerful nation. Thank you, powerful nations. Hashem Yiradi Hashem went down to fight for me against the strong ones. And the idea is that Klaus, like we saw before, didn't think that in any kind of Derech Ateva they could combat Sisra. He was much more powerful, as much more numerous his army. And therefore they felt like Sridim, like single survivors, like scattered uh, remnants who went to fight the Adirim, the powerful ones. But the understanding was Hashem Yaradi Bagibar. That Hashem was the one who went down to fight for us against the Gibar. And therefore, like we said before, in any time where it needs mysterious nefesh to fight an enemy, or any time it needs mysterious nefesh to fight an enemy, Ba'atsam, the one who's most in nefesh is the one who's going to get credited with the victory. Even if the master they didn't do very much. That's in the fact that they were most in nefesh to try or to stand up for to stand up to fight gives them the right to that the victory is called Al Shmam. Like I said, even though the Mayas Hashem Yaradi Vagibayim, it was a Kodesh Baruch Hu who was the one who caused the battle, like we saw so clearly here before. And now on this, in Pastor Kedadad, the verse is going to give examples. It says, Mini Ephraim, the first example she gives was from Ephraim, when Shorosh of Amalek, the Shorosh, the start of Ephraim's fight was against Amalek. Ephraim means Yeshua Benun. All the question point out, he was from Ephraim, he was the leader, the client still had from Ephraim. And now Yeshua is most famous for his campaign against Eretz Israel. Uh, the battle against the, the kings of Canaan, that was Batsim Yeshua's uh, tough as a leader. <laughs> Maybe that's where he made his most lasting impression. That's not where Yeshua started. Yeshua's first campaign was before that. Shoshan ba Amalek. We're going to see next week's parasha. The first time Yeshua fought was against the Amalek. Moshe called Yeshua and he told him, and already in the war against Amalek, we see that Yeshua didn't do very much to win the war. We see in the Torah itself that the war was totally much more in the art of Moshe. When Moshe's hands went up, when Moshe's hands went, they didn't have the schism to go up, so they started to lose. So Yeshua was just, like, so to speak, he was acting out the battle, but he wasn't really the victor of the battle. Right, but Lemaisa, he's credited for it. Because since he was the one who Lemaisa was most nefesh to go and fight, he was the one who actually went to war. So he's the, it's called that he was the one who was successful against the Moshe. So that's the first time we see a battle where clearly um, the factor which brought to the victory was the other from Moshe, with Kai Israel's being Mishabiyas Libom, Arim Shabashamayim, like the mission says in Rosh Hashanah. But because of it, he's just given the credit. So that was the first time. The next time when we see this idea is Benyamin. This is Sabin Nebuch, just talking about King Shaul and Yenison. And there also, the, the victories that they had, specifically, um, was when Yenison said, he and his arms bear are going to stand against the Nazir Pleshtim, and Hashem caused him to run away. So there also, Yenison was credited with the battle. 
He didn't do very much. He bashed he climbed the mountain and Hashem uh, miraculously caused the Christian to run away from him. But the same thing, he's given the credit because he was the one who was, when the rest of Klaishal were too scared to be most nefesh, the rest of Klaishal were holding by fleeing the battle scene, so he made the courage to stand up and so to combat the Pishtim. That was uh, the Maila of Binyamin. And then he says, Mini Machir Yardam Chaykakim. From Machir Machir's part of Shev Menasha, it came down Chaykakim. Now, what's the separator? Where do we find a, a Mesa of, of Menasha, of, which was also a Chaylak of the, we see the same idea of a battle? So, it's interesting. This is referring according to Rashi at least, because it's not exactly clear what Machir did. But according to Rashi, what happened was after the defeat of Sikhan Vaik, so after the defeat of Sikhan Vaik, when Moshe allocated the land of Bashan, which is the land of Oik, to Shevet Menashe, so Machir went and he conquered 60 cities in Chevel Menashe. And as the Pasuk says, the Bible clearly. It says that, no, that, that Machi went and he conquered Shishim Ir Kol Chevel Argoi Bechala Bashan. How you carry Eretz Rephoi. Now, the Torah doesn't tell us much about that battle, but now what the Nabi is telling us here is also it wasn't Alpi Derech Ateva that Machi was able to defeat 60 cities. Um, the man is there also. Machi went to fight the 60 cities. The fact that he was victorious, he's given the credit for it, even though the man is there. The Machaikak is Moshe Rabbeinu. Like the Pasuk says, Dvarim, Yisham Chalkas Mechaykek Safim. So, Machir went with the instruction of the Mechaykek. He went from Moshe Rabbeinu to conquer the ones he was given, Eretz Abashin. So he was the one who then went to conquer Eretz Abashin. Right. Umizvulan, and then this next part of the Pasuk is where the Mephoshim are not sure, have different explanations of what it means. Umizvulan, Prashavit Zvulan, Moshechim, Veshevet Sefer. Those who Moshe who who pull who lead the Shevet Sefer, which literally means the staff of the Sefer. Now they ask a question on this. That, that wasn't. We don't find that as being Zvulan Tafkid. Zvulan Tafkid was to, if anything, to support the Sefer in his learning. They were the ones, as you know, who Isaac and Prakmati, like the title in a few places. So what does it mean that Zvulan and Moshe who Shevet Sefer? And what's more important? What's going to do with the context in the pasuk? The pasuk is talking about big, uh, battles. And then when, when Klaishal stood up, whoever it was in Klaishal who stood up in battle, so they were the ones who were credited with the victory. Right. So I saw one, the, the Mepharshim don't really explain it. So I saw one Mahalikh, and then the liquid of the Mepharshim. And that is, Zvulun and Moshech the Sefer Sefer means they were leading Yisachar. The Shevet Sefer was the Sarib Yisachar, the next possible is going to say. They were the ones who were the Shefrim, the, the Shevet of the Lonely Torah. And Zvulun were the Moshim, they led Yisachar because they supported Yisachar. And here also you see the same, Zvar is using this to explain the same principle that we see there. And that is, Be'atzem, the, the fact that Yisachar was supported was also in Nashamayim. Since Zvulun were Makabal Achrayis to do that, so they credited with the one supporting Yisachar. But Saif Kul Saif, Pranasa comes from Hashem. So, Enoch and Ami, Hakadish Baruch Hu, helped Zvulun support Yisachar also. Why does Zvulun take the credit for it? Because they took the Achrayis. Uh, I got some for, for people who, who are involved in Sarah Chitzibur, this is important to say. 
And that is, the, the Mishnah says in Pergavis, the different words of reading the Mishnah, it's not a clear Mishnah, but the Mishnah says, now, how do you read the Mishnah? There's too many they's. Who are they talking about? So, there's, a, there's one of them, Farshim explains, as far as the Mitzvah Yen, and the other Mishraelim, he says like this. The person Isaac and the Tzibur, the Shem Shemayim, wants to help the Tzibur. So then, What's going to happen is the Ma'is Hakadosh Baruch is going to help the Tzibur. She's chosav v'asim v'tziyasam. That the Tzibur has chosim. It's chosav v'is. It's chosav v'kal. It's chosav v'rabi. Whatever it's going to be. So the Ma'is of both of us are going to Tzibur. You should know that the Tzibur has chosim, and you should know that therefore the Hashem is going to help the Tzibur. And what? But for the person, the Isaac and the Tzibur, v'tzid kasim v'menestad. V'tzid kasim v'menestad is going back on the Isaac and the Tzibur. Why? You wanted to help the Tzibur. And that's the case, even though Be'etz Mashem is up in the Tzibur, but because you took on Nachrai, so the responsibility, you were willing to shoulder the yoke of helping the Tzibur, so you get the Tzchus Lo'ad of what Hashem did for the Tzibur. So it's like a minor to, to be Isaac in my Tzibur, because Be'etz, I thought it was going to come from Hashem. Why? The Tzibur is Tzchusim. It's B'Tzchusim they're going to get saved. But the one who's Isaac in my Tzibur, it's Tzchusim Menestad. He gets the credit for it, because he was the one who was willing to take Kilo, be the one to be to take the responsibility to take the Christ and to deal with it. And the same thing over here. Hakadosh Baruch is going to save Klal Yisrael, whatever the situation was going to be. And what? Klal Yisrael is chosim. It's not that the leaders for save Klal Yisrael, but it's Klal Yisrael is chosim. what? The leader is the one who's willing to be the one to be the nation, the one to take the responsibility to go first. So he's going to get credited for all of it. How is it you heard the Kodshay by Yamsavosa? Right, Hashem planned to do Yamsaf. It wasn't that it was like because he had to jump into the sea. It was meant to happen. But since he, he was the one who jumped in, he was considered the one who caused it. That uh, you heard got, got the extra dag of being contrary, the one who was muktash from the, from it because he was the one who went first. And something over here. Um Zvulun, the man of Zvulun is the Moishkin Besefamar. They lead the Shavit of Yusafrim, the Shavit of Yusachar, Kiru. Now they're given the credit that Yusachar has Parnasi, Yusaf is the entire, because of you. Because of you. Yisachar is chosim. Hashem would have given them. Hello, what? The Zvulun took a Christ for it, so it's considered his chosim. Now, so that's the, that's the first thing Dvarim wants to say. So they went, went into which battle? He's not talking about the battle yet. He's just talking about the, just talking about the fact that the Shvatim that were, went forward to, so to speak, be Achroi for something, so we made it, they got this chosim what happened afterwards. So the first three are talking about battles, and then Zvulun is talking about the Heskim between Zvulun and Yisachar. Now, the next point. The second schus for the, the Nitzach of Israel, so she breaks, she talks about Shavit Yisachar, and she breaks Shavit Yisachar into two. She says, V'sarai bi Yisachar im Dvaira. The Sarim of Yisachar with Dvaira, the Yisachar, the rest of Yisachar, not the Sarim, the rest of Yisachar, Kain Barak, also with Barak, Be'emak Shalak Ravklav. In the valley he sent his Barak, he was sent in Barfut. So Yisachar is broken into two. There's the Sarabi Yisachar, the leaders of Yisachar, the Hashavim of Yisachar, that's with Dvarah. Why? Because Dvarah saw her tafki the whole way through as one well to teach Torah. And therefore she said, the Sarabi Yisachar are with me. That, that's our job. Right? The Sarabi Yisachar always, like the Pazak says, are the, are the ones who teach Torah. The Rashis and the Hidrois and the ones who go to Lamet Torah of Yisrael. So they're with Dvarah. That's their job. And what about the rest of Yisachar? Kain Baruch. They were with Baruch. 
that Barak was given the job of being the one to demise, to gather the forces to the 10,000 men that were needed to fight, to fight the Shabbat So then she said that the rest of the Yisrochel will help Barak in his job. And that is by Amok Shulakraglov. They sent their legs, so to speak, to the valley, which means they went, they went, to, stand, they went to march to war. And again, like we saw previously, the virus says it again. The Ikah Hatzara is a terror. The Sarah Yisrochel and the virus, that's where the Ikah Hatzara comes from. Like she told Barak, she said, you should know, you're going to go to battle, you're not going to get the credit for the battle. Right? Because you, if you didn't want to invest in Nefesh, like we saw then, and the man said, the schos for that is not coming from you. The schos is coming from the Torah. So he said that the schos is coming from the Sarah Yisrochel and the Torah, and also the rest of Yisrochel held Barak, that was a, a lesser, of lesser significance. That's the second, uh, that's the two parts of Yisrochel. And now she comes to the Shvat in the Chesh And the first one is Shavit Rubin, which is the flag is Rubin. The fact that Rubin was piling, separated themselves, divided themselves from, is Gdalim Chikikalev. Which means there's lots of room for a person to be thinking Makshava, like, why would Reuben separate themselves from, from the rest of Klai Yisrael? And uh, this is repeated in the next passage that you're going to see. In the next passage, she directly addresses Reuben, Tatayna. Lama Yashat Tabena Mishpusai. Why did you remain on the outside, on the south of you, Reuben? Why did you sit, so to speak, on the Gekvul? Like away from everybody else, to hear the sounds of the flocks of sheep. What's this referring to? When did Reuben stay on the outside to hear the flocks of sheep? And then she repeats the line before again. The flag is Reuben gedolim chikreilev. So the first time she said chikreilev, and since she's chikreilev, why should she repeat the pasuk? So the way the Mishnah explains the pasuk is like this: The Amos is a time that Reuben isn't now. The time from now. The time that Reuben is from a long time before. And that is, Reuben was the first shavit who decided that they wanted to live in Erevayyad. Right? They wanted to separate themselves from the mainstream, the main body of Christ from Yerush Yisrael, and they wanted the land of Erevayyad. Who lived more than God? Right. It's his first. Because he's the oldest. So that it could be. It could be he was the older one. Maybe it was his idea. I don't know. But it, uh, she blames Reuben for that decision, or at least for that uh, for that rayon. God, as we know, was in the same was part of the same degel as Reuben. So Reuben is a Rosh Hadegel, and he took God with him. So, Satan so and Reuben is, why did you separate yourselves from the rest of Israel? For what? To listen to the flocks of the sheep. Because the reason Reuben wanted to go, is in the part of making the there's lots of sheep. And the Eretz Gilad was Eretz Mira. That's great grazing ground for sheep. So she says to Reuben, why don't you separate your Christ Israel to listen to sheep? Why, why was the chedek of being killed having a flux of sheep important enough to separate yourselves from the rest of Christ Israel? <coughs> that is, Lama Yashavta ben Amish Pasayim, you sat on the, on the gvul, on the outside, to hear the flux of the sheep. Now, what is wrong with that? What is wrong with that? Um, so, Moshe was worried that Reuben's Rotten to stand over Yarden came from a fact that they didn't want to fight for Klai Israel. And that's why you're too scared of when they come to Tachas of Yisrael and Tarbush and Lashem Rhyme. Why? Because Lamatani was never in Israel. If you're too scared to go to battle, you don't want to fight, so you're going to make everyone else scared. And this is going to go into repeat of the Miraglim again. And Reuben and God came back and they said, like the Pastor says, no, we're going to fight. We're going to go in front of them, we're going to fight. That's not the problem. We don't want to not fight. Right. If you're uh, 
This is an interesting thing in the Pasuk. Thank you very much. The Pasuk says in the Fascist Matis, and he talks about it. Look, the first time around, it's a deal, of course, like always, everything turns into it. We don't see the dukim always. The first time around, the Pasuk. So it puts Reuben first. The idea of of staying in Eva Yarden starts with Reuben and God. Then when they come to Moshe, and it says, Then it brings God first. So it starts with Reuben, and then God brings God first. Then afterwards, Moshe gives him a whole list that you're going to, you're going to Cause Klai Israel to stay in the desert even longer. You're going to destroy all the people here. So they now have to respond. So they come back and they say, We're going to, we want him to give us the land, we want him to go to battle first. Who comes first? Right, twice. And again after the so when it came to offering that they're going to fight first, then it brings God first. Because they were the stronger ones. They were the stronger ones. Right. So in other words, what we see in the Tsukim is clear that the, the, the idea just came from Rupin. Right? When it came to the Pshara, we wanted to fight. That's not the reason it came from God. So the very thing to Rupin, she's saying, what was the reason you didn't want to come to Terence's show? You wanted to stay with your frogs of sheep. There's lots to think about if the reason you didn't want to fight was because you were really scared. And then Moshe was right. And Moshe said, you're scared and you're going to make the rest of the Israel scared and that's not what we meant to be doing. Moshe was right. God killed us save today. They weren't scared. They were warriors. And they were willing to say, we're going to fight. And we were with them. But Titanus and Reuben, what was your original Makshava? And that's why she comes back to it now. She said, look, you never came to help us fight now. And when it came to making the battle against Israel, so Reuben stayed out of it. So she says, now I see that the Saka, there isn't a Kudus MS here, that you were too scared to fight. Then you're still too scared to fight now. And that's why you then wanted to get out of it. And okay, you had to. Moshe, after that rush of Moshe, they had no choice. And God dragged him into it. But the there's lots to be chayker about. What was your real intention at the beginning? And therefore, and why just saying it now a second time? She says, because now I see there's a basis for that. Because now you didn't come this time to fight. So Kilo, now I see that there's a Makar that attack you. Maybe you were too scared to fight then also. That's why she repeats the Pasuk. There's lots to think about. Like why why Ruben separated themselves from the Israel? Is that because Ruben was scared to fight or they had a different reason why they didn't want to fight? So what she's saying is, she doesn't say. She says there's lots to think about. Why Taki Ruben didn't want to fight? What the Masha in the Pasuk is that Moshe wasn't wrong. Moshe said, you're scared and you're going to make the rest of Klai Israel scared. And then no one's going to want to fight. And Kanira, uh, Moshe wasn't, we don't see it like Moshe was the Choshev Bikshayim. We don't see that Moshe was punished for why you're being, like saying things which aren't true about them. Okay. Kanira, Moshe was right. Like I said, at least Kabi Ruben. God was willing to fight and they, they made the Pshara which Ruben went along with. But it wasn't, uh, that, you know, there, there was no basis for it. What's the difference between the two Lashonis? Why does it say in the first Pasuk, G'dayim Chikikelev, and then the second Pasuk it says, G'dayim Chikrelev. What's the difference between the two Lashonis? 
which is uh, we explain why she repeated it now, right? But uh, why, why has it changed the lashon? So the way the Mitzvah explains it is like this: something you can be here now, something you can analyze now and come to a, like check into and come to like you you can explore the evidence whatever it is like a chakira. Something to examine, something to understand. That's Kedoshim Chikkelev. Chikkelev, he says, Lashen Machshava. Which means we don't know, but we can guess. We can think about it. What? So, why Reuben didn't come now to that is the second time. It's Chikkelev. We can analyze, we can explore, we can go and discuss. Why didn't you come now? What made you not come now? But he says, because of this, it's It gives me Machshavas about what happened the previous time. Obviously, that daughter of Reuben wasn't here anymore. So we can't be chayker that. We can't explore it. We can't, so to speak, uh, try and uh, work it out. But we can be chayker. We can have machshavas about what the reason then was also. I'm just comparing the one to the other one. You see, now that we're too scared, that makes me think that we're too scared then too. That's the unrelated question. Yeah. Now, the next part, the can we've understood what's going on. We'll talk, we won't have a chance to explain it tonight. We'll just raise the question. And that is, like we so far we've seen everything in the sheriff fits into place. Right, the Vora is trying to get somewhere with the sheriff, she's explaining the points she wants to say. Now, the next pasuk seems to be completely out of context. We'll read it, we'll say what the Mephashim say about it, but the question is, what in the world does it got to do with what the rest of the sheriff is doing? Akira, she's gone to like a description now of where everybody's there to show. So she says, Gerard, Gerard is part of Menashe, Gerard by Abra Yarden Shachin, Gerard lives in Abra Yarden, there was the Chalika of Bashar which was given to Bnei Menashe, Vedan, and Shevetan, Lama Yagur Anius. Why is Yagur is Lashon to gather? So why is he gathering ships? Where did we see that Don was gathering ships? And what was what, what it referring to? So it's the stomach pella, what you meant by that. Asher Yashav Lechayt Yami. Asher lives on the seashore. And he's living, so to speak, spread out. And not in his to all process, like we said before, process is in like they've not in wall city, they spread out along the land. What's the shaykhs? What's what's what you want to say this pasuk? We'll see. And then the hemshech for the pasuk is zvulun am cheref nafshe lamus. Zvulun was the people that cheref nafshe were most nefesh to die. This we saw before. Zvulun were the ones that came to fight. And therefore, they were on the most nefesh. When Naftali Amarei Misadeh, Naftali lives in the heights of the fields. What does she want to say with that? Naftali can. Right, we're from Zvulun Naftali. So what's she trying to say? What's it going to do with the? What's it going to do with what she wants to say? That the various shvatim where they were, what they did, and uh, what's the what's the idea meant to be? Right. Also, there's a chazal here which. The Gemara says in the Gila. But the uh, Shari is, if there's a way to read, Chazal just using it as a remnant from the Pasuk, there's actually a way to read it into what the Pasuk is saying. And that is, the Gemara says that Zvorah came to Hashem with Tahimis. And she said, You gave a very fertile that Naftali, we saw, as a Yadah Shlucha, his arts was mostly the best Paris, he had the value of Ginaisar, he had, so to speak, fertile land versus Israel. Naftali is a Romish Sahib. And because it's Zul and Khalif Nafshlam, Zul is very upset that they Khalif, they didn't like the Khalif they got. Right? And Hashem tells him, Kilat Mufaisim, that don't worry, 
in Echanami, you didn't get such fertile fields, but from Kermudat, you got the values of the sea. And therefore, you're going to get, uh, the Gemara says, Chochis Levana, I don't know, white, some kind of white glass. You're going to get pearls from the sea, you're going to get the Chilazim, which comes from the sea. Right? All the benefits that there could be from being by the sea, that's what he gets instead. Is that the Gemara's Daesh, like I said, in this Pasuk? The Shadi is, is that Stamid Rush for Alma? Or is it, is it, has, does it have something to do with what the is trying to say? That we'll see tomorrow. And the other point is, the what, what she referred to when she talks about Don um, gathering ships and Asha living by the seashore. It wasn't Don's Chedek. I mean, Don did live by the sea. We, we saw that in Echanami. Where Gushtan today is, is Be'erich Nachlastan. That's what's called Gushtan. So it does touch the sea. Where do we see this idea of Don gathering ships? Asher. So Asher was in the far north of Eretz Israel. Again, the Kinira, there was a chalak of his nacha which touches the sea also. But why is, the, why is that the point that she focuses on? Asher is the Asher of the Chayf Yamim. She was living by the shores of the sea. The Chayr, that wasn't the bracha specifically given to Asher. Right, there's another question here also. And that is that, what does she want from the Ishvatim? Like we saw at the time, Kali weren't collectively fighting as a, as a whole country. Each, in each uh, case of the Shavtim, the, the shvat, the, there was two or three or whatever it was Shavtim who gathered together to fight. And uh, she told Barak at the beginning, take 10,000 people from Zvulun and Naftali. Yisrael got involved and said uh, they went together with Zvulun and Besaida. Okay, so that, that, that's, that, that's who was meant to be involved. So what's the time is on the other Shavtim, why did they come and help? They weren't expected to, they weren't intended to. Well, why, why are they Ke'ilu being called out here for Ke'ilu Tainas on them? And why weren't you, why weren't you there? Hashem didn't want more than 10,000 people anyway. So what would other Shvati meant to have done? Okay, so that's what we'll talk about tomorrow. Perhaps I'm so convinced to answer that. What was the various expectations from that?